Okay, this is dyspnea for 233. Okay, the term dyspnea or difficulty breathing, breathlessness, and shortness of breath are often used interchangeably. Breathlessness is the term most often used by patients. Other patient descriptors such as air hunger, increased work of breathing, chest tightness, and a feeling of suffocation have been disappointing in identifying specific pathophysiologies to allow targeted intervention. Temporal patterns of breathlessness include continuous or episodic breathlessness, with or without apparent triggers, are a current topic of research in the hope that such discrimination will inform future management choices. Breathlessness is a symptom that can only be described and interpreted by the patient. It should be considered as distinct from the traditionally observed physiological parameters that physicians use when assessing for respiratory compromise, such as respiratory rate, oxygen saturation, and the use of accessory muscles. Breathlessness is a subjective experience of breathing discomfort that consists of qualitatively distinct sensations that vary in intensity. The experience derives from interactions among multiple psychological, physiological, social, and environmental factors and may induce secondary physiological and behavioral responses. It is common in patients with advanced life-threatening illnesses of all types. The prevalence reaches 90 percent in cancer, 95 percent in COPD, 88 percent in cardiac failure, 80 percent in end-stage renal disease, and 85 percent in advanced neurological disease. Causes significant suffering to patients and to carers, profoundly disrupting day-to-day functioning and causing social isolation. Can be a major trigger in hospitalization. The sensation of breathlessness is generated when higher cortical centers perceive what the respiratory system can provide as inadequate or unsustainable to meet the body's requirements, and the patient may perceive a significant threat to survival. Recent functional neuroimaging studies show that breathlessness, irrespective of cause or stimulus, activates distinct areas in the limbic system. This region is rich in opioid receptors and probably generates the conscious awareness of breathlessness and the associated sensation of unpleasantness. Breathlessness is a subjective symptom that cannot be easily quantified, and there is no commonly agreed assessment tool. Few parameters measured in pulmonary function laboratories are representative of real life, and they are too burdensome for use in patients with advanced disease states. Success is dependent on the patient, so it must it may be a reduction in intensity of breathlessness, a reduction in psychological distress, an increase in activity levels, or a reduction in hospital admissions. In patients with advanced disease, there is little potential of returning to a non-breathless state. There may be a delay in the patient developing confidence in an intervention before achieving mastery of breathlessness and increased performance. Small objective increments, so 5.5 millimeters on a 100 millimeter visual analog scale, can translate into meaningful improvement for patients. Treatment for the underlying disease is optimized in the context of disease trajectory, performance status, and patients' wishes. Patients with advanced cancer can develop heart failure but respond to treatment with significant improvement in symptoms. Conversely, treating a pleural effusion will not benefit a dying patient. Potentially reversible com- causes of breathlessness include pulmonary embolus infection, arrhythmia, anemia, and ascites. Uh, Two Cochrane reviews and four systemic reviews published since 2008 have recommended non-pharmacological approaches for intractable breathlessness, which I'll get to in a second. Um, They include pulmonary rehabilitation and exercise, um, which desensitizes patient, reduces deconditioning, lowers ventilator demand, and slows respiration. Uh, Evidence is strong for COPD, inconclusive for advanced malignancy or patients deteriorating systemically. 
um, NMES induces quadriceps contractions as an alternative to exercise, strong for COPD, not readily available for most patient groups. Forward positioning fixes shoulder girdle, improves efficacy of accessory muscles. Limited, but patients with COPD develop this pattern naturally, which suggests a benefit. Walking aid allows forward leaning and decreased work of breathing during exercise, increases the patient confidence. Breathing, uh, retraining, blow as you go, per slip breathing, promotes efficient breathing pattern and improved gas transfer. Facial cooling, HHF, piped medical air, interrupts signals from upper airway to brainstem respiratory center. Um, acupuncture, stimulation of endogenous beta endorphin release. Anxiety reducing interventions such as CBT address psychological and emotional components, promote self mastery, and delay a spiral of inactivity and deconditioning. Multiprofessional breathlessness intervention clinic provides combination of non pharmacological and pharmacological strategies, improves patient self efficacy. Then we have evidence based for pharmacological treatment. So opioids are the mainstay of pharmacological intervention for breathlessness, and multiple randomized controlled trials and systematic reviews have shown significant reductions in breathlessness with the use of oral or parenteral opioids in patients with advanced disease. Most studies have used morphine, but a class effect is assumed. Opioids are proposed both to reduce the spontaneous respiratory motor response to hypercapnia and hypoxia and to modulate the central processing such that perceptual sensitivity to breathlessness is diminished. Oxygen. So long-term oxygen therapy improves both survival and quality of life for patients with COPD with significant chronic hypoxia. Oxygen is often prescribed for palliation of breathlessness in the setting of other advanced disease, but the evidence basis does not support this practice in the absence of hypoxia. Cochrane review and a large RCT comparing oxygen and room air via nasal cannula showed no additional symptomatic relief with oxygen over room air in non-hypoxic patients with malignant and non-malignant etiologies. Uh, movement of air across the face may be beneficial, and this can readily be achieved by using a fan. Opioids have been found to be significantly better than oxygen in reducing breathlessness. Um, short burst oxygen supplementation may prevent desaturation um, during exercise but may not relieve breathlessness. Careful assessment of symptomatic benefit on an individual. Then we have anxiolytics. So significant interplay between breathlessness and anxiety is often present, making it difficult for patients and clinicians to distinguish the primary source of distress. Benzodiazepines are often used for breathlessness, but the evidence base is sparse. Recent reviews identified only a non-significant trend for cancer and non-cancer-related breathlessness. Two more recent RCTs support a modest benefit of midazolam, particularly in combination with morphine. In practice, a therapeutic trial of low-dose benzodiazepine uh, would be cautiously recommended when anxiety is prominent and breathlessness is not amenable to non-pharmacological interventions and opioids. Antidepressants with and Anxiolytic properties such as mirtazapine and citalopram may have a role alongside non-pharmacological interventions. Um, breathlessness is the subjective experience of not being able to breathe comfortably. It is a common distressing multidimensional symptom, an interdisciplinary approach that considers both non-pharmacological and pharmacological measures can substantially reduce its impact for patients.